0: Hey everybody, my name is Phyllis Y. Whitley, and if you have been spiritually victimized and traumatized, welcome to Spiritology Live, where I bring my number one Amazon bestseller book to life. Yes, each episode is the spiritual, metaphysical, holistic consciousness of self-healing as you learn how to break your religious shackles so you can master. I say master and manifest your promised land today. Let's go. I am going to do a topic that was given to me from one of my Whisperwise team, Prayer Warriors. Let's give her a shout out. And it's from Regina in New York City. Last week we had something which will is going to be marked part one. And it was from Patty in Virginia and it was about death. These topics that are, are going to be given at least for this month that you'll receive them a somewhat deep, raw, and controversial. It, it's just something that the church don't want to address. Am I addressing everything on these podcasts? No. I'm just telling you from my experience in the counseling community, the mentoring community, and just experience, life experience, friends, strangers, and I'm going to put everything together along with my own spiritual self-awareness and awakening. Okay, if you didn't listen to last week, you need to go back and listen to death. That's something that nobody wants to talk about, and especially the church. Now, before then, I did have everything. I started out the New Year's with where I taught you how to be different, to throw away your old belief of New Year's resolutions that never come to pass and embrace the new you, the new you revelation, because it's really a transformation. I liked that. Now, what we're going to do today is we're going to go into what... Regina had gave me, because I asked them to give me something that's really in my book, because everything I speak in my book, but they wanted me to put some more emphasis on that particular topic. And we're going to discuss something that the church don't want to talk about is the LGBTQ community. So she wants to know, is there a place for them in the church? I need you to stay tuned because I will answer that a little bit later. But first, I want to give you some, just some dessert before we can answer that main entree. Okay, let's start with this. Now, I don't know what it's going to be. I don't know the title. You know, it might be, you know, what I just said, and it might not because I changed up the titles after it's edited. But let's start here. It was no coincidence or accident that when I decided to go ahead and do this particular one, recorded this topic, at the same time online, I seen where one of the popes, Pope Francis, had a statement about that same community, LGBTQ. And for those of you who do not understand or know what that stands for, it stands for lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgenders. So, Let's see what Pope Francis had to say. In Vatican City, he he criticized laws that criminalize homosexuality as unjust, saying God love all his children just as they are and called on the Catholic bishops who support the law to welcome the LGBTQ people into church. Hmm. He said, in a nutshell, being homosexual isn't a crime. This was in his press conference Tuesday. Now, this is not based on what he said, but I wanted to throw that out there. First of all, I think that's between him and the Catholic Church. But I feel, okay, that the Catholic Church have more issues, should I say, that should be addressed before they step forward with this. This is nice for the community, but how about all of those child abuse, sexual abuse that's going among the priests? Since 2017, they said it was 1,500 and up. And I'm pretty sure we in 2023, is probably tripled that. And that's the cases that we don't even know about. Miss P, stop it, talking about my priest. Listen, y'all, you need to know the truth. If you are going to bring your child or children in the church and you, or you're going to bring yourself or your family, no one is perfect, but you shouldn't understand and know that you must be careful who feed your spirit. And it is not a good thing if everybody else have to suffer the consequences and you have these priests that they do not even make it a law. It's no law that is is there to enforce what they did or what they're doing. So if you get away with murder, you're going to constantly, 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 constantly do it. Now that right there, that's going to be another podcast. I'm not going to go there, but what I'm trying to say is Pope Francis, let's let's give him, let's bless him for coming out and saying what he said. Now, let's go to Phyllis Whitley. Let's see what I have to say about this. Now that you know about the community and what is made out of, you can understand what I'm going to go ahead and continue First of all, these are going to be questions that had came over to me, and I'm going to address it the best way I can. This is not going to be a two-part. This is going to be over 15 minutes, I, I do believe. I'm going to try to do the best that I can. Let's start with, one of the things is, should they be discriminated against in the church? Now, according to Human Rights Campaign, they say that most churches believe that homosexual practice is with the same sex are very sinful and is a violation of the religion and the norm and against the laws of God, natural purpose of the body. Okay? So what do I feel? Here's here's the the disclaimer. I am not here to cure you. This podcast is in, in no way something to instruct you. It's not to push my belief on you. Only belief that I need you to know is you need the Father God. Okay? This is my wisdom. This is my discernment. Okay? So now that you know that, let's look at that. The church have this discrimination because let's go to one of the many, many uh, scriptures that they're going to. One of them is Genesis 2, 23. And Adam said, this is my bone of bone and flesh of flesh. She should be called woman because she was taken out of man. Hmm. A lot of spiritual leaders will go to that particular scripture. And they are the ones before it in Genesis where God made man and God made, you know, woman. And they would literally use that to... I guess, you know, to make their self look like, okay, I have a reason. Because they say Adam is no Adam and Adam is no Eve and Eve. It's no woman and is no man. Okay? that is up to the, That's up to the church. I am not here to condemn them. Okay? They think the way that they want to think. I am not going to sit up here and tell you that I believe the opposite. Truth be told, in a homosexual relationship, it is a, somebody who plays that role of a woman and somebody who plays the role of a man. So, listen, go to, go to your, uh, if I'm wrong, go to your friend, family, or whatever. Secondly, so that, that's something that, that's, that's what they hang on to. And I do believe one of the things that they don't want, the fear of most church leaders, is they don't want that to multiply, okay? And what happens is if you have a building and you say, I accept you, like for instance, two males, they don't want to go beyond that. They may say, okay, I accept it, but they don't want to go beyond that and they don't want that seed to multiply. They do not want, and that's what I talked about in my book, The Seed. They don't want that seed to multiply where you look up and then somebody else is coming out the closet or whatever. Let's make it clear. That doesn't mean that that's the way it works. Some people have asked me about homosexuality. How did they become that way? I think there is multiple oh, wait, reasons that I don't even know about. But from what I have known or heard, people say they was born that way. And in some cases, you can link that to the to the medical industry who I have known people who said that when they got a medication, they said that it, the medication could take the chromosomes of the boy, make it more of the, the, the girl. And you know what I have to say about that? The medical community is a practice. And it's always, even scientists, they are always practicing and studying and on people, on us, They're supposed to do it on the rats and stuff, but they do it on us too. And I am not surprised. Then it's those who I have counsel with and I found the majority of people who literally grew up homosexual, they was literally molested by someone of the same sex within their home. Or their community, then they got to go through that struggle of not knowing what side do I satisfy. Or they go through that stigma of no, you can't tell nobody. Because, first of all, you can't even tell nobody you got molested. And sometimes it's really because it was somebody really close. It might have been the parent, might have been the teacher, and it might have been the priest, and it might have been the pastor. So that right there is very, very deep. And then you have those who said, I remember going to a school and it was predominantly females and then they opened it up before I got there to bring in the males when I was living in New York. And it was a lot of females who literally said in conversation or you heard about it, who said that they didn't want a man and some of them had been not molested, but rape. So I am not making excuses for people wanting the same sex, but what I am doing is giving you something that you don't know about because the church don't want to know. You don't know anything about what somebody's going through until that you know. You bring them in and talk to them. Well, Miss P, how do you know this? And how, uh, uh, uh. Need I say that I counsel people? And I counsel people. I'm not looking at the label. I counsel people. So with that being said, that should take care of, I don't know if I covered it or because some people say it's a choice and they could have been. I have witnessed men who actually was in a a situation where they had a wife and All of that is beautiful. They ended on beautiful terms and went on with their life and they went and got a partner of the same sex. So there are other reasons that we don't even know of. And so don't get me wrong. I am not saying it was all bad. It can be your choice. Oh, and I do hope I answer that, try to answer that. The other one that I have is, you know, how would I say this? Do spiritual leaders have the right to do this? I mean, you understand, do they have the right to discriminate or to consider this of oh, homosexuality as a sin because you change your gender as a sin? No, because first of all, let's look at what they call a sin. Anyone who knows me know that I lean toward what the the mystics, the old mystics philosophy, the metaphysical philosophy. And I look at the Bible more as a metaphor, a spiritual, a mind thing, a mental thing. And the church stays on the physical part, like the Pharisees, the Sadducees, all the religious sectors who judged everything on the outside till they met a man that came through their town and disrupts all their belief. Hmm. That's what my book is about, that religious seed. So let's talk about what they think the flesh, the sin is. And they say it's the sin of it's it's a fleshly sin because it's like you are fulfilling the desires of your flesh, but also in the Bible, it says, you know, and also you can do that with your mind. Let it be known that everything happened first in the spiritual realm, in your mind, in your spirit, before you go out there and do it. Yes, yes. Why did I say that? Well, first of all, if the church is going to say, you are not doing well with your flesh, They have to literally put everything, everybody in that same box. Because according to the Bible, let's look at it, Galatians 5, 19, 21. This is for those who literally, like, I I don't know if that's in the Bible. This is for the church people who don't even know what's in the Bible, but they're going to turn around and say, I never heard of that. I have to bring these scriptures up. Now, listen what it says. Now, the work of the flex are obvious sexual immortality, moral impurity, idolatry, like, sorcery, hatred, jealous, jealousy, strife, selfish, oh my goodness, drunkenness, envy. They don't say this, but I know it's in the gluttoning spirit. With that being said... If you are a spiritual leader and you're listening to this because you want to go and see if you can use this for your next sermon, you can't. Because unless you preach or teach like I do, you can't go up there and tell your congregation that you've been telling them that they are nothing but sinners. And then turn around and say, Hold on, let me take, let me take Prophetess Phyllis, what she's Phyllis Whitley seat, and, and let me take what she said and explain it to them. You know, you because they're gonna say, Tell me more, and you don't know what to tell them. Because you don't understand what you're saying. This is in the Bible. You can't call anybody out for the biggest sin when you really can't see it. Now, yes, if the person walking there holding another, if a man walks into your church holding another man's hand, of course you can say, oh, well, I'm assuming that they're gay. And you don't know. That can be, you know, father, son, whatever. But Do you know these other fleshly things that the Bibles talk about? You don't know in your congregation who is having sex with who. Hmm. You don't know if the choir leader is having sex with the piano player who's a male. You don't know if the person who is teaching Sunday school, how many people, how many females she's sleeping with. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? You don't know. So I feel at this point, until we can turn around and look at our congregation and stand up and say, everyone who is con- who have conducted any type of sexual immorality, anyone who have jealousy, anyone in here who have hatred, anyone in here who's drunkenness, anyone in here who use drugs, anyone who have a gluttonous spirit, who just Feed and feed and feed your flesh for twenty four hours. Could you please stand and leave? You would not have any church. Hmm. Miss P, what are you trying to tell me? I'm trying to tell you. No one knows what anybody is really doing. Hmm, because it's invisible. It's in your mind. I mean, you can be sitting up there as a pastor and giving the word and you think about what you did last night with somebody who wasn't your wife. Nobody can see that. Do you understand what I'm saying? So this is probably why the church, majority of the mega churches, they have a hush-hush about this. Let me tell you a secret. They have a hush-hush about this because either somebody in their family is actually homosexual, or they don't want to lose all those people. Hmm. So we say, here we go. Let's, sh-. they won't talk about it, but I'm going to talk about it because I'll have a building. What I'm saying to you is, as a man think Proverbs 23, 7, in his heart, so is he. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? You are who you think you are. And when you step foot in in a church, you literally, you have one job. And that is how can you do greater things as Jesus Christ did, or whoever you call God. And I said in the last part of podcast, going about the father business. Now you got to remember, if you know the New Testament, every time he did something, Every time Jesus did a miracle, every time he healed, every time he was up on a mountain trying to teach, literally this religious sect in my book is that seed, you know, they had something to say. When he healed, they said, how can he heal on a Sabbath day? It's it's like over 4,000 or something rules or 400 rules for the Sabbath, I heard. How can he? How dare he? He came up and messed up the joint. And you know what what he said? "I, I am the Sabbath. Do you understand where I am getting to? I hope so. The more I discuss about a particular community, the more I'm going toward with God. Do you see that? Because the issue is only when you make it an issue. You have free will as a spiritual leader of who you feel you want to be A part of your team, per se. But I'm going to tell you, you don't know what everybody's doing. So you can't call out one sin that you were saying until you call out the next one. And the spiritual leaders know that if they call out all of them, they won't have any church. Hello? You know why? Because we all have fallen short when it comes down to our flesh. Do you understand, listen, this is not I, I can do a book of this, and I probably will. but listen, this is a, it, it is a war within us. Everything is within us. That's why I said as a man, thank you so is he. You mean anybody you want? Somebody asked me to communi- uh, another question: Do God love this community? Do God love LGBTQ community? And I mean, I'm gonna answer that in the scripture. I gotta go back to the scripture because there's people who say, "I mean, she's not biblical. It's not this. It's not that." They don't, and they, and the most people, this is not for true Christians. This, this is not for true Christians. This is not. This my subjects are not even for religious people because remember the religious sectors back in the days, literally, that is just like a metaphor of what's happening to each and every one of us. If you allow Jesus to be an example for you in your life, and you go forth and you go about the uh, father business, the people, that sector, that seed will come out and rise up against everybody. Why are you doing it that way? Why you ain't listening? Let me tell you the rules. See, we go through what he went through. Okay, let's answer the question. Does God love this community? Look at 1 John 4, 8. The one who does not love does not know God, because God is love. Hello? And if you continue to read the New Testament, he literally says, love covers all. What am I saying? You only have one job to literally do when you have people come to you and they are different from you. You just give out your love. Bless them and love them. No one said that you have to bring them into your group. Give me an example. Let me give you an example. Excuse me. It's just like going to college. You got the ones who was, you got the nerds, then you got the sports people, then you got the techies and you understand that they really didn't. Some people fit in all of them. Some people didn't. They, it's like like like-minded people meet like-minded people. So I am not here to bash the church. I'm telling you the truth that the church don't know. But I'm also saying to any communities out there, you don't have to put your belief, you don't have to bang and knock down a door to make somebody to feel like, you know, they have to accept you. You accept who you are as long as you love yourself. It doesn't matter who don't accept you. I have my belief, but I can't knock down the door and beg people to listen to my podcast. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? And if you are in that community and you want to have a voice, then create your own platform. But you can't knock down the door and say, you better believe me. And just like the church, the church, you have to come to a realization that it's not about sin, sin, sin. It's about one of the biggest, biggest sin that you don't really know about. Miss P. Well, what is that? I mean, you just named some things and whatever. Listen, as long as we are in this body, in this flesh, we are imperfect because there's only one perfect God. But we are all made in the image. I don't have that scripture there, but go in the go. Those of you who, who have never read your Bible, go into the New Testament. He made us in his image. Every soul on this earth was made into his image. Every man and every woman. It has nothing to do with what you do in the dark. What you do in your own bedroom. Do the church hear that? Hmm. But at the same sense, no community should bang down the door and say, let me in. Even being a, a black African-American, female. Of course, I want to be treated equal, but I know with some doors out there that people are going to protect and they're going to say, we don't want you in. And I'm like, okay, fine. i go create my own door. Do you understand what I'm saying? Let's continue because, yeah, this is some good, 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 good stuff. Well, to the church, to the spiritual leaders out there, I have got this question, and I know y'all heard it. Is it a sin to be in this community? Is it a sin to be lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender? No. Church sin, maybe. But like I said, are you going to step back in? If you're going to call them out, call everybody who is dealing with their flesh inappropriately. But I'm going to tell you the sin. The biggest sin in the church do not understand that, nor did the religious sectors back then understood it when Jesus was going around about the father business. He was there to let you know, I am God. And there's no other gods. Do you understand? He was letting you know you can't separate yourself from God. The biggest sin is when you walk around and you do not know who God is in you. You don't know who your source is. I don't know how, how. What else do I need to say? I don't even believe in God. Let's make it plain. Let's make it straight. This is what people. This is the sin, and the church concentrate on that sin of the flesh, when the flesh and the spirit are always at war. Paul said, "I do what not. What I would not want to do." He 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 literally is trying to tell you, it's a fight. That's why I teach in my my counseling service and teaching service, I not only teach you how to go to the promised land, but I teach you how to fall in love with you and how to get control and master your flesh because your flesh is a beast. Well, what are you trying to say? We are beasts? No, I'm talking about until a leader can get up and tell and name all of the things that I name, then you need to, you're not going to do it because you don't want the whole congregation to leave. You understand falling short of knowing who you are in God and who God is in you. This has nothing to do with your color, sexuality, religion, or culture. But unfortunately, there are religion sectors still out there. Miss P, you're talking about the Old Testament. And I was back then. No, 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 no. It is still exists today. That's why certain clubs you can't go into. There are certain religions that are going to look at you sideways. There's even coaches going to say, oh, no, you look at you, you lowly, and I'm better than you. And, then, and you know what? <laughs> we all got the same thing, blood, and it's the same color. But we put too much emphasis on a community. You don't need to do that. Here go my last, one of my last questions. I I think next to the last. We want to give a shout out to Regina for giving us this this subject that nobody wants to touch. And I hope that I clarify some things to y'all, to the church and even in that community. The main topic, let's get it out the way, is, is there a place for the L? G-B-T-Q, community in the church? The answer is no. Now, before you get disgusted, busted, and broke, I want you to understand what I'm saying. The real church is a building or congregation, but that is not the church. Or should I go back and say say this? Church people think that the church is a building and congregation, and that was proven and knocked out the door when the pandemic came and people couldn't go to church. They thought they you know that God was gone and they was gonna die the next day, and they thought the rapture was getting ready to come through the pandemic because they just could not believe, oh my god, I don't have a building, I don't have a whatever. And then you had all these pastors, and I went through it. And they were saying, the devil, the devil, you're you going to let me back in the church. You, how dare you? And some of them, I, I, I hate to say it, was thinking about all that money that was coming through the church. I'm going to keep it real. And I was like, what are they fussing about? And I, I said to myself, you mean to tell me pastors are getting up here fussing, rebuking the devil? Yes, it's a spiritual darkness out there. It's a force that's unseen. But they... Like I said in some of all the podcasters, they put so much emphasis on the devil. And the devil is what your enemy was just in you. They said the enemy was closing the door. I mean the law is the man. It was behind the man. The law was a man saying, Hey, listen, political or legal is illegal to open your doors because we have this thing and we don't want a crowd together. And a lot of people, a lot of people died, unfortunately. And some people I have known some churches that still had service and everybody was fine. But they was out there saying, oh, you're not supposed to do this. And 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 the enemy is doing this and blah, 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 because they wanted them people to come into church. And let me tell you, a lot of those small churches, unfortunately, are no longer here. And a lot of them are suffering years later, even though we are still in a pandemic, because everything was through, uh, was done physically, you know, bringing in the 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 envelope and all of that and when they lost all those people they said oh, it was the devil and the first thing I said really is the devil that big he can he can just destroy everything I was like well where's your God you understand what I'm saying you know what you learned you know why you and I'm speaking to everybody every community out there don't get upset when a church a denomination a religion do not accept you. Because I'm going to tell you the real church and the real church is you. It's within all of us. So the next time you say, oh, nobody let me in. Nobody want to accept me. and You want to go up there. You want to march and they don't believe in you. Stop it and go about the father business. Be the best version of who you are. Who you go to bed with, who you sleep with, all of that, that, that does not have nothing to do with other people. Master your spirit and just don't master your flesh. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? Go about the father business. The next time somebody tell you where you belong and you go into the church and you ain't coming in here, say, that's fine because I am the church. What would the church building be without the people? Because the people are the church. It's just a building. Now I am I against that? No, you wanna go in the building? The ones who are still surviving, go. But I, anybody who knows me, you should have a relationship with God. And your God said it's in a secret place. And the secret place is not in the church building. And my belief is as a man thinks so is he. He have given us free will. God said, make every man a liar. Do you understand? Don't lose your sanity because you, you know, I see people fighting. I see the church fighting to block this community out. Then I see this community fighting to get in. Listen, you are the church. And I'm speaking to everybody now. If no one wants to let you come into their platform, make your own platform. But don't make your platform up to go and prove somebody that they lying. Go about the father business. Teach people to be the best version of themselves. Even if they don't look like you, don't dress like you, don't have the same preference as you, Hmm. Well, Miss P, I mean, what are you trying to say? What are you? I mean, I'm detecting something in you. Who are you taking up for? I'm taking up for God. Every day I'm fighting the good faith. Huh. It takes meditation, patience to live in this promised land. And I hope I have answered majority majority of y'all questions on this very touchy topic. And I'm going to leave it with this particular scripture, Galatians 2.20. And I no longer longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Do you understand? God is in you. You are the church. He said he gave himself for you. He didn't say I gave it to this particular color, this particular group, this particular size, this particular community. He said for you. So I think that I covered everything in a nutshell. (laughs) And you know what? I got to go because I got to go about the father business. Thank you for coming to my space. Oh my goodness. Now everybody go get your promised land. Now you don't have to be afraid. You don't have to be shame anymore. Go get your promised land. Do you hear me? This is about going about the father business. It's not about banging doors down. It's not about trying to prove that you have to accept me. Do you accept you? When you go about the father business, you are not no longer trying to please man. Do you understand? You are going forth and you're trying to please God. A lot of issues, a lot of civil wars and wars, would it would cease. If people did, if they, well, I guess if they just realized something, you got to go about the Father Bend. What's new? is the new you for 2023. Thank you so much. And remember, if loving yourself is right, you don't want to be wrong. Out.